Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to my podcast, Xena, Life as a Dominatrix. This is episode 13. This episode will be aired tomorrow, April 19th, 2022, Tuesday. Today's topic, well, another Q&A time. I have received uh, many questions through social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and I'm not done answering uh, your questions. Um, so today, I'm going to answer seven different questions from uh, anon- anonymous people. <laughs> so question number one, what's a typical day of your life as a dominatrix? Typical day. Well, some people have a misconception that I am always in latex or leather 24-7. I'm always holding a whip waiting for my next uh, spanking slave uh, or always just waiting around for a slave to come in and out. That's not the case with me. Um, The typical day, uh, well, there's... Um, for once, a well-balanced meal, breakfast, lunch, dinner, uh, snacks in between, um, of course, uh, prepping for session, uh, before a session, that might take me like an hour, uh, dress up and make up, that takes time as well. Also, um, getting an understanding of what, um, the slave or the submissive is into, of course. Um, so planning out the scene beforehand, uh, in my head, uh, having my own, um, uh, wicked imaginations of what I'm going to do with so-and-so and what we're going to accomplish during a session and what so-and-so's limits are, if they have any health conditions. So, um, yeah, that's all before the session. And then during the session, it might be like an hour or two hours or three hours, etc. And just having a great time. And after the session, talking, uh, cleaning up. Um, so cleaning up might take another hour afterwards, Um, because there might be like a lot of uh, different pieces of equipment that might be used during the session. So I don't like to rush things. So I like to take my time with prepping, cleaning up, getting ready. Um, And um, yeah, and then afterwards, I, um, I like to shower and then I usually get hungry afterwards. So I'll have like a uh, take out food or go out and uh, get food or have the submissive get me food. Um, yeah, so each and every day is different for sure. I don't do what I do every single day. Um, I like to space things out. I don't want to feel a burnout, meaning... Um, doing this each and every day might cause, um, me to like feel exhausted and I don't want that. So, um, spacing things out and also taking days off for me, me time. So, um, 
like if there's like a different art gallery or a different concert or a friend that wants to hang out or I want to hang out with a friend um, or going, seeing a movie, watching a movie um, or working on my hobbies, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but I don't do what I do every single day. Uh, to answer your question each and every day is different for sure so um yeah yeah I hope that um answered your question and and usually the day like if I have like a long session the day will feel um like um what it, it might the day might feel like it's been shorter because I spent a lot of time during that session and then cleaning up. And sometimes I tend to feel a little like like uh, euphoric and very like happy after a session as well. But I usually get hungry <laughs> afterwards. So also um, exploring different what restaurants as well, like in Brooklyn and Queens in the city. Um, yeah, and working on my hobbies, that's what I enjoy doing, and uh, yeah, that's a typical day of my life as a dominatrix, and also recording this podcast, also um, just uh, relaxing, I love to relax as well, so yeah, so that's question number one. Question number two is anonymous. Number two, how do you set aside time for yourself as well as your sessions um well I kind of answered it in question number one but um I have a set schedule so if so and so wants to see me Monday at a specific time and then there's something going on Monday evening um then I make time to go to that something Monday evening. Um, and sometimes I might feel tired, so I might not be able to make it to whatever is going on because sometimes New York City can be, since it's pretty much back, there's so much going on. It's kind of like a sensory overload, like so much like I... Sometimes it's FOMO for me, fear of missing out. and But I'm like at the point where I just want to pick certain things or certain events that I want to check out. Like, for instance, um, last week, um, uh, one of the days, I really wanted to check something out. But I wasn't feeling up for it because I felt like I was coming down with something. So I'm like, okay. I got to give my body a rest. <laughs> I got to rest all day. So um, so when I'm feeling a little under the weather, I will not do a session, uh, conduct a session whatsoever. I'll just have my time for myself. But um, I take a lot of time for myself, um, really, um, like relaxing like I said um going to different events uh wherever it's going on in Brooklyn Queens the city Manhattan um 
uh, even even in the Bronx, they have a nice uh, botanical garden um, that I kind of want to check out again. I checked that out last year. But during 2020, I had a lot of time for myself <laughs> because of the pandemic, unfortunately. And, um, <clears throat> and I think a lot of people had a lot of time for themselves. But when, you know, a lot of things are opening up, it's like, whoa, I want to do that and that and that and that. But I can't be all over the place at the same time. So, and... Um, or if um, somebody wants to have a session on the weekend for multiple hours, I'll take time for that, of course, prepping, playing, having fun, and then cleaning up afterwards, and then having time for myself, and or also spending time with friends, um, or just going out and just doing stuff, um, or just sit back and relax and watch a movie at home and sip on a glass of wine. So yeah, so yeah, I make time for myself for sure. And of course, for my sessions as well. So question number three, how do you keep your professional and private life separate? Um, hmm. <laughs> well, um, I think I answered a similar question like this at a different Q&A on a different podcast episode. Um, but basically, um, like regarding my private life, uh, not all of my friends are into what I'm into. So we'll just do like vanilla things like going out to a restaurant or just hanging out at my home and just watching movies and just chilling. So that's what I enjoy doing uh, with them. And and then I have some kinky friends where um, we do the same thing, just hanging out. And they're also in the lifestyle as well. Um, and then they might tell me about what their exciting uh, um, day was the other day or because they like to share that information and then, you know, it's like, cool, you know, I'm here to listen, and um, yeah, so I, I keep, hmm, yeah, I, I, I keep things separate, I, you know, I don't share um, all, everything what I do in my sessions with people, I don't share that, it's just confidential, it's private, it's one-on-one -on -one with the slave and I, I, I'm just, I'm just like that, so but keeping things separate, so I have my sessions, and then I have my me time, and then time with friends, so I like to, you know, and oh, and then sometimes I might have a slave ask, hey, do you have a friend that wants to join? <laughs> and um, at this time, I'm not, like, doing any, like, double, double dom sessions. It's just one-on-one -on -one with the, with the slave and myself. That's which is what I prefer. Sometimes, um, well, most of the time, it, it gets pretty exciting, too, um, when a friend, a kinky friend of mine will join in and have some fun with the slave and I, but it's been quite some time since I've done that. So, 
yeah, so, but, um, how do I keep things private or private life separate? I mean, I also like doing, uh, vanilla things, you know, going out to restaurants or going out to clubs, nightclubs, dancing. Um, I don't really do the BDSM clubs much. Um, uh, it's been quite some time actually since I've done that. Um, it's been at least three years, I want to say. So maybe I might <laughs> have to check out a club soon. So, yeah. So question number four from anonymous number four. Latex or leather? Ooh, that's a good question as well. So uh, my preference, latex. However, it's costly. There's so much uh, preparation with latex, so much... Uh, TLC that comes with latex. Um, but with leather, I like leather as well. Um, leather doesn't, I mean, there, there is uh, different colors in leather too. Um, the common color, of course, is black. So I have black leather, um, couple pairs of uh, leather uh, thigh-high boots, purple, purple leather thigh-high boots, black. I like to mix... Um, like I, I like to spice it up with some color sometimes, but, um, I don't wear leather every single day, um, as well as these thigh high boots every single day. No, um, at, I'm at the point where I'm like, okay, comfort comes first. <laughs> I mean, sure. The boots look super sexy and they're, they're pretty high. They make me feel sexy and taller, of course, but, um, I haven't worn them in in a little bit. So maybe I might have to slip into them and take some photos in the near future. And, um, with latex, I wear latex more often. Uh, there's more color variations when it comes to latex, but there is a lot of TLC and it could be very costly, much more costly than leather. Um, but, but then again, the real leather, like a real leather jacket from a, a name brand, um, um, uh, French designer from Paris might charge like at least a thousand dollars for like a latex jacket. So yeah, I guess leather can be costly too. What am I talking about? <laughs> so, uh, both materials can be costly, but they both look and feel sexy on me, but I lean more to the latex side. Um, yeah. And, um, I was like remembering a pair of like leather boots that I used to wear as a kid and they were like a pair of like cowboy boots. I have that photo somewhere and wearing like a cowboy hat and I felt pretty cool. <laughs> I think I was like maybe seven or eight years old, little town boy in leather boots and this cowboy hat, just owning it. <laughs> um, yeah. So next question, question number five. Do you have any rituals uh, to prepare for your sessions? I do, as a matter of fact. Um, well, I drink a lot of water. I make sure I get a good amount of sleep that day, uh, the day beforehand, I mean. Um the sleep amount, six to eight hours, um, make sure I eat a well-balanced breakfast, 
good lunch, good dinner, and and then I'll do the session. But before I um, do the session, I tend to stretch, doing uh, breathing exercises, drinking a little bit of coffee, more water. I go to the bathroom and then and then I slip on to my get up. And sometimes it takes time to get dressed uh, for me. Uh, like if I'm wearing latex for this session, I'm going to take my sweet time uh, getting dressed just because I don't want to tear the material or I just want to make sure that, I don't, I don't know, I'm just, I'm weird like that. I have to take time with slipping on latex. And if you, if you out there ever, you know, buy uh a latex outfit or a latex top or latex pants or whatever, I would definitely suggest taking your time as well in slipping on uh, in into the latex. Um, let's see. Also, more breathing exercises, more stretching, meditation. Um, not not yoga much. I might do like yoga afterwards because um sometimes the yoga might like just wear me out <laughs> so having enough energy uh the right amount of energy for me is is important as well so that's where the coffee kicks in <laughs> and um i've been trying to cut back on coffee but it's very hard <laughs> cuz it tastes good <laughs> and also it just makes me all energ energetic as well. Um, let's see. And uh, any other rituals? Um, also prepping in my head, like uh, having my naughty little fantasies going on in my head, like, ooh, I'm going to do this and that and this and that with this slave. And then this and that and this and that later on. And... Just, yeah, I think a lot and sometimes I overthink. <laughs> so I like to just also go with the flow, have a great time, and that's what it's all about for sure. Okay, so that was question five. Question six, if you weren't a dominatrix, what would you be doing? Wow, another great question. Um, well, I did uh, go to school for web design, so I would probably be doing that um, web design uh, full time. Um, I choose not to because I don't like to just stare at the computer um, eight hours a day. I don't like to do that at all because I just don't. And also I tend to like have a tendency of like hunching over. So I, I have to like, you know, if I'm sitting at the computer, I have to like sit up straight, remember to sit up straight. And then I keep staring at the computer, staring. So that's why I don't do web design um, all the time. Um, but, um, but that's what I would be doing um, pretty much full time is web design. Um, I was thinking perhaps... Um, I wouldn't be in retail. I wouldn't be like um, a painter. I can't paint for shit. <laughs> or painting on canvas. I mean, um, I'd like to try, you know, to, I'm up for trying, um, up for learning new hobbies, of course. 
Um, but that's what I would be doing um, full time is web designing if I wasn't doing what I'm doing because um, went to school for it, got the degree, and um, and I'd still um, I've been like doing web design. I've designed all my sites, um, and I take care of all that. I'm the webmaster, so um, yeah. What else would I be doing? Um, huh. I'd write more, of course. Um, I would also uh, do photography a lot more as well. Um, model a lot more as well. So I like to do various things, not just one job, not just one thing I like to you know, I'm just more on the artistic side for sure. Um, so yeah, more writing, more photography, more modeling, more web design, just keeping busy for sure. Um, so that's what I would be doing uh, full time. Um, and I still do my hobbies. I, I have to. I love, I love to write. I love to photograph. So um yeah. So last question. How has the pandemic affected you? What protocols or precautions do you take? Well, that's like two questions in one, but I would be happy to answer the questions. How has the pandemic affected me? Um, well, um, the beginning of this pandemic, I was a lot more cautious, um, I like it started in like March of 2020 and then I resumed sessions I want to say August of 2020 um, and then during that like I would receive emails and calls in March April May June July of 2020 like hey I would love to have a session I would love to have a session da 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 and I was like no I'm not I'm not comfortable with that. Um, and are you guys, you know, are you all aware that a pandemic's going on, you know? Um, and then when I resumed the sessions, I want to say August, I could be wrong, um, August of 2020, I made sure that I had the air ventilation machine, um, plenty of uh, extra masks, cleaning supplies, of course, uh, lots of uh, rubber gloves, but I was definitely cautious. Um, I made sure that people would have to like wear the mask to see me. Um, and I have a form um, that people would have to fill out, like uh, things like, have you been sick for the past day or two? Do you have flu-like symptoms? Have you had a cold for the past day or two? Um yeah, and it's all confidential between the slave and I just to, you know, be on the safe side um, for both the slave and I. So, um, so yeah, I was very cautious. And um, I remember, like, also receiving an email like, hey, can you, you know, can you spit on me? Can you spit in my mouth? Da, da, da. I'm like, are you aware that a pandemic's going on? <laughs> so, um, and then, um, precautions, uh, do I take, um, 
I'm still, you know, comfortable wearing the mask or not wearing the mask. Um, I've eased with that, the whole not wearing a mask thing um, because of the whole vaccination status. Um, but still, it's great to be safe and great to have those precautions. And uh, yeah, and also I've become more of a germaphobe. Um, I... I mean, I was a germaphobe before, but <laughs> during this pandemic and then after the pandemic, still, I'm still like a germaphobe and also like a clean freak. Um, yeah, so germaphobe, like, for instance, if I'm on the train, I will not touch the railings, but I will sit on the seat. <laughs> Um, I do know somebody that will actually wipe down a subway seat with a Clorox wipe and then will sit on the seat. Uh, I'm not like that, but I will not touch the railing. Um, I'm totally happy with like hugging um, or more hugging, of course, uh, but no like kissing on the lips. I, I don't do that either um, with slaves. I just... You know, I, that's just, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, kissing, um, yeah, that's just one of my limits. So, and um, yeah, I think, yep, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. That's all the questions. Thank you so much for writing these questions. I hope I answered all those questions. I hope that was helpful for you. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and have a great day. Bye.